0: Hey everyone, it's Jess. We are continuing with part two of our now three part series uh, discussion on fat phobia and diet culture with Meg from Rogue Padron and Jelly Tarts in Bed. If you forgot last time we left off still talking about diet culture, we're gonna continue that conversation including exercise in our discussion as long as a lot of other good stuff. So uh, here you go, enjoy.
1: I
2: wish I could put my through the whole uh, we did talk a little bit about like exercise as like is this tool of fat phobia whereas like a- again like exercise and movement sh- does not have a moral should not have a moral thing right like it's not mm-hmm it's neither good nor bad. It is a thing that you do. Um, and again, like rewarding yourself with food because you exercise or saying that like, well, I can only have this for dinner if we're like, I go running for three miles or, or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Right. Like that's bad. That's a terrible feedback loop. Um, yep. And like, you will feel bad about yourself afterwards. Cause I sure have done that so many times. Mm-hmm. And again, like exercise, the exercise for managing weight for losing weight is harmful, right? You are making exercise something harmful, Um, whereas like, you know, I exercise, like, again, like I was talking about, I exercise because I love being strong. I like having big muscles, right? I want to yeah. be beefy. I want to bench press all of my friends. Um, <laughs> right? Like, I I can, I mean, I can deadlift most of my friends, because my deadlift's at, like, 200, but um, uh-huh. like, I, like, I want to be able to do that just because I think it's cool. Like, that's, I love that. I want to be beefy. Um, I want to be strong. so I can beat people up. (laughs) I have trauma. (laughs) I'm like, that's, that's what I want to do. Right. And like, so thinking about like those reasons, like why do you exercise? Right. Are you punishing yourself? Is it a punishment for being fat? Are you using it as a, as a good indicator? I was good today. I worked out Mm -hmm. right. Like, because you're not, it doesn't make you good or bad. It doesn't um it just means you worked out
0: <laughs> right There's so many other reasons for why you could exercise so and i many. feel like people have forgotten that like why would i why else would i exercise it's like mental health purposes right like it's good for your aging body to right. exercise for it's to protect your joints it's to help you live longer so you can see your grandchildren when if when that happens right it's because you sit in the car all day and your back hurts like or you sit at a desk all day and your back hurts it's because you like feeling strong it's because you like the feeling of that runner's high or whatever Mm -hmm. like it's because it gives you time to yourself when you have a bunch of kids that you have to take care of
2: right or like it's a it's a stressful it's a way to close your stress cycle Mm -hmm. right? right it's a it's that's that's one of the big things of like when I started kickboxing was it was a great way for me to actually close out my stress cycle because like, whoo, all that stress came out in the punching bag. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could just punch that out. And like again, like exercise is not how many calories like you can burn. Like right. burning calories yeah. is a side effect of exercise, right? Like think about what you like doing, how you like moving, like what you're non-weight loss goals are and like try to find something that like aligns with that right i think especially now and like we're, we're mostly stuck in our houses right i have turned to youtube videos and like there is so much on youtube that you can find right like if you want to like practice um, right. Like if you want to learn how to dance or like do dances, right? There's yeah. there's things like that. Or if you want to exercise with some hot Korean men, you got <laughs> that too. Um,
0: I think too, like the fact that like people do exercise that they hate because it is for yeah. weight loss purposes. Like don't do that. I stopped running because it didn't be it wasn't fun for me anymore. It fucking hurt. And I was like, why am I still doing this? Is it so I can maintain a certain body size or maintain a certain way that I look? Like I don't want that anymore. Right. So it's like thinking through that kind of stuff too. Like
2: it should bring you some kind of positive benefit at the end that isn't about your weight, right? Mm -hmm. Because that is not focusing your weight is not positive. It's never positive.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yep. I want to talk about medical fat phobia. Uh, Oh yeah. (laughs) Because this is my this is my wheelhouse. Let's talk about BMI real quick. Oh, nah. fuck
2: BMI. Fuck the WeFit
1: board. <laughs> First thing that ever told me my BMI.
0: Fuck you, yeah. We Fit. <laughs> um, BMI is short for body mass index. It's essentially like a ratio of weight and height. And it's bullshit. It's been debunked for mm-hmm. decades it's it, it originally was created by this dude that wasn't even a physician <laughs> like it was wrapped up in racism and sexism um mm-hmm. and it was about measuring population so that like for public health purposes certain community certain communities and this was a racist thing could get what they needed <laughs> like nutritionally really? or whatever medically but it was a it was wrapped up in racism essentially. You can do more reading about it if you would like, but yeah. that's the essential thing. And the other thing too, it became super popularized in like the late nineties because life insurance companies wanted a way to figure mm-hmm. out like how much money should we put into you for when you die?
2: And how much is your life worth based yeah. on this totally made up random number?
0: Yes, right. it's ridiculous. And so now it's just like pervasive. Like that's something that your doctor looks at for like everything like it's considered like in drug studies in cl- like clinical trials like everything it's looked at and it's and completely like this false like precedent of
1: mm-hmm.
0: what body size and what is healthy for body se- certain bodies and mm-hmm. it's 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 Everybody knows it's bullshit, and yet we still use it for some reason.
1: Everyone knows it's right. bullshit.
0: Yeah, literally everyone knows it's bullshit. Like doctors right. know it's bullshit, but they still use it because it's the only standard that they have. And it, maybe that should tell you that there shouldn't be a standard because bo- certain different bodies are different. It's right.
2: <laughs> fine, right? Because again, this only takes into account your height and your weight. Yeah, and that yep. is it. That's yep. it, mm-hmm. and that is so stupid yeah well the other thing
0: too is like so there has been like a a slow introduction of like waist circumference that's been kind of introduced into this too which is ridiculous and so this, this is, <laughs> this is, oh. Meg, you'll appreciate this. Oh I see it all over the place where it's like, the Asian population, specifically Asian women, oh tend God. to have a smaller waist circumference. And so this is the standard waist circumference of a healthy Asian woman. And so this oh my is God. this bullshit arbitrary
2: number. Right. I'm like, okay, how do you define Asian woman? Right? <laughs> right. right. Like, totally subjective right. too. Like, Are you talking about East Asians? or are yeah. you hanging down to samoa because like it's going to be real different right yeah
0: <laughs> it's yeah so
2: it's like it's a whole thing
0: so it so just based off of like an industry that like life insurance that is essentially there to like make money
2: Correct. like industry anyway
0: yeah like it has turned it, it's coined this thing called the obesity epidemic and it's been brought oh. into like government policy and it's like in all the doctor's offices it's something that's in the news cycles like we have an obesity epidemic like americans everybody's obese they show obama
2: like yes Mm -hmm. flexing with elementary schools yeah
0: all children are obese everybody is obese like everybody is unhealthy everybody is bad like it's just like a it's become a whole it's a whole thing and it's because it's come from the perspective of medicine and health, it's been perceived as this, like it's important. It must be real because it's based in medicine, which, right. like, it's legitimized I mean, we, through medicine. It's legitimized, yeah. And I mean, we've talked on this podcast, like on our um, anti-blackness in medicine episode, that for a long mm-hmm. time medicine was not based in science. So That's that is right. a relatively really right. recent, like, thing. <laughs> yeah, y'all remember leeches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, ble- like
2: yeah
0: <laughs> and i mean enough to say that there's like there's definitely folk medicine that has value that like western medicine overlooks like grossly overlooks because of racism mm-hmm. and sexism mm-hmm. but also like if we're going for like science-based things bmi is not it and obesity quote obesity is not
2: it either like they're just because yeah. it's a math equation doesn't mean <laughs> um, it's like fact real science yeah, yeah like right. no yeah, no. math is bad yeah yeah and and again like a lot of a lot of these things that like right the obesity epidemic um and things like that like one we I, like i have a background in sociology friends so like this is this is a lot of this stuff <laughs> that i focused on particularly how it relates to crime but like this was the root of it too is that like we keep trying to fix symptoms or like cover up symptoms but don't actually get to the root of the problem right like if Mm -hmm. if there is a higher number of like xyz diseases in like kids right we're like well it's because they're fat right like that's the that's the thing that we look at first but we don't look at Okay. Well, what is the environment they live in? Do they like what? What's the racial composition mm-hmm, of them? Right. Right. Like, what do like what do they have access to as far as health services? Right. Like, mm-hmm. we are ignoring all of these root causes of classism of racism. Um, of like all of these discriminations and just being like, well, the problem is that they're fat. Right. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, and then they implement these policies for like health, you know, putting PE and health in like elementary Mm -hmm. schools and, you know, telling kids like you need to be a certain weight and we need to (laughs) do all this exercise and like, and starting out like the, this fat phobic fear and cycle like early in people's lives immediately when it's like they're not even that's not even something you should be thinking about like at all like and it's it's gotten worse and worse i mean it was bad like when you know meg you and i were kids but like it's like tenfold what it was Mm -hmm. when we were kids like Mm -hmm. i remember doing those like stupid like national what is it like the presidential 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 and it was like about fitness like how many pull-ups you could do (laughs) and like how many push-ups you could do and how how, you you know fucking Kids yeah. can't do fucking pull-ups. No, no, it's so it's it's so stupid. But also, I, it was never about like you need to be a certain yeah. amount of weight. It's just like what you can do, like whatever, like and to you know influence kids to exercise. And now it's like, oh, you're fat. You need to exercise. Like right. it's not. They're yeah. not even
2: trying anymore. Right, <laughs> like, <laughs> like right, like in PE PE classes that grade you based on your actual like numbers and not effort is bullshit. Oh my mm-hmm. absolute bullshit right if you can only get an a because you were able to run a mile in eight minutes that's garbage that is mm-hmm. absolute garbage because like you don't know what someone is doing right if they participate then that is a passing grade like then that should right, be yeah. an a right do they show yeah. up do they participate are they trying right like that yeah. is but like that's not the atmosphere that you get as a kid, right? You have to win. You have to like be fast. You have to be better. Um, And so like it, it also teaches fat kids, like actually fat kids or kids who like may have health problems, who they don't know it yet um, Mm -hmm. for, for any number of reasons. Right. It teaches them to hate exercise to not like moving around to feel ashamed of their body and like of what they can do and like it teaches them to hate being in front of people Um, right like if if you're forced to run the mile in front of everybody and you know you're going to come in last but still everybody has to wait around and watch Uh you do it and they're yelling stuff at you the whole time yeah I'm going to go I'm going to pretend I threw up so I can go to the nurse's office and skip this class because like I'm don't want to do that to myself and the, the teacher is promoting this, right? Like that is right. That is systemic again, that like unathletic kids, fat kids are being punished for how they are um, and are being shamed openly, publicly in the guise of encouragement (laughs) um right and like and and saying that you can't achieve right you can't get an a because like you're fat basically Mm -hmm. right because you can't do a sit-up you can't get an a and um i mean i have a i have a lot of feedback about like exercise in general and fitness in general especially when it comes to fat bodies but like that's that's a completely different thing (laughs) (laughs) the other the other part
0: of this like medical fat phobia phenomenon is that you are always asked for your weight at a doctor's appointment. You always yep. get weighed. You always get your height. You get your blood pressure. That's part of your vitals.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Why? Why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> why do we do that? Yeah. Why? If you're going to a neurologist, why are you getting weighed? <laughs> um There is a component of if you get prescribed drugs, they do look at how much you weigh for like the dosing sometimes, Mm -hmm. especially like when you're in like a hospital setting. But Mm -hmm. if you're going in for like mental health, I I went in for, I went to my, I I get my psych meds prescribed by my primary care doctor because I've had horrible experiences with psychiatrists. Mm -hmm. And I got weighed and I'm like, I'm here for my brain meds. There is no reason why I need to have my weight taken. Right. And it's just we've just normalized that of like that's just something that doctors need to know and 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 then also there's this whole perception within the medical community of like you look at a patient you see that they're fat you assume that they have all these health problems they're diabetic blah 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 Mm -hmm. down the list Mm -hmm. they have hypertension and it's like almost a you know, when it's a surprise when a fat patient is completely healthy, like how can that be? Because they're taught that obesity is a problem and it's a health right. issue when it's it's not necessarily.
2: Right. yeah. and and again, it's again equating one fatness to health and then yeah. health to morality, right? Like yep. you can't possibly be doing a good job of taking care of your body if you are fat. Yeah. Um, right. which like, I the the smugness the smug validation that I would get like from going into doctors or talking to doctors or talking to like personal trainers oh especially Mm, some of those trainers at CrossFit Mm, chef's kiss (laughs) loved it Um, because like I by definition I was like one of the fittest like healthiest people I knew Right, like I don't have any health issues. like I don't have any physical health issues, right like I don't have high blood mm-hmm. pressure, I don't have high cholesterol, I have like no i'm in like no danger of like diabetes um like all all of my things like the my one my one physical negative is that like my blood is thick and flows slowly, and so like <laughs> When I give blood, it takes a really long time. <laughs>
1: like, that's mm-hmm. like
2: been like oh, the no. one, right? <laughs> like that's been like the one negative. And so like they're always surprised. And like when the doctor asks, like, well, what do you do for like, how is your diet like? what what about physical exercise? Do you work at a desk, right? And I'm like, I do work at a desk, but I do this and this and this. And I specialize in this. And, right, I do CrossFit. And, like, I also work out, do these things during the day. And, like, um, this is what my diet is. Blah, 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 right? Where it's, like, uh, you know, a good amount of protein, a good amount of veggies, like, a good amount of, like, not any, like, extra, like, I wasn't drinking soda. um, Like, I wasn't really having, like, candy or like desserts just every once in a while. Like I was by all definitions of like everybody else's definitions. Like I was healthier than like any of my friends than mm-hmm. like anybody I knew. Right. But I of course was like the fattest person. I'm mm-hmm. often like one of the fast people out of like all of my friends. Um, but it's like, no one asks them what they do for Right, what's your physical activity like? Well, no one asks you because you're a size four. Um,
0: right,
2: I have never been asked about my physical activity or my diet. No, really, never. it's never. like the first thing that comes up. Like yeah. they, they, everybody <laughs> always ask me, and I'm just like, I'm great, actually. Like I know, I know mm-hmm. my body. I know exactly what I need. I know like what feels good for my body. I am in touch. Like when my body hurts, like I know mm-hmm. what is going on. And, like, I know exactly if my body feels gross, I know exactly why, like, it feels gross because I fucked up (laughs) somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about that because, Abby, I don't know if you want to share this
0: and I can edit this out if you want. But let's talk about, like, pain management and fatness in the medical Mm – in a medical setting because, Mm -hmm. like you said, like, you're very in tune with your body. I'm pretty much – everybody is very in tune with their body. Mm -hmm. Like, there's – you know – there's exceptions to that but for the most part like you know when something's wrong you know mm-hmm. when you're hurting and it's not something that you can control like it's it's mm-hmm. out it's outside of the realm of like i just need to stretch more or i right. need to <laughs>
2: like what whatever the right. you know the solution is again i ate a whole candy a cookie box from mcdonald's like yeah like <laughs>
1: that's that's you know. i had to specifically put in twelve individual
2: <laughs> cookies for the cookie yeah. box
1: But the thing is,
0: like, if you go to, if you go to any pain management doctor, especially like if it's some type of, especially back pain, but Mm -hmm. any like knee, any type of joint pain. Shoulders,
2: yeah.
1: Yeah, they're
0: immediately going to tell you to lose weight. Like, that's the first solution to, to treating your pain versus like, hey, not trusting that this person like knows when they're, they're in pain enough to go pay fucking money in our shitty American healthcare Mm -hmm. industry situation. And be like, I need medication or I need PT or something because something is wrong. Right. And the first thing a doctor says is lose weight. Like, it's fucking, it's so disheartening. It's so fucking, it's fucking bullshit. And does that mean, like, because you're fat, you don't deserve to have to be out of pain? Like, that's the message that that is sending. (laughs) It's like, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to give you pain medication because you're fat, because you need to lose weight and therefore you will have no pain like yep that's not right. a thing
2: right right like that right that like you wouldn't be in pain if you were thinner and it's like right. what and that's <laughs> not fucking <laughs> true yeah. it's not yeah that's not true. I have very thin friends who are in pain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. bodies like, just are terrible. <laughs> and we right. fall apart as we get older and we are right. just
1: in
0: pain. Also yeah. the world fucking sucks and mental health is an <laughs> issue too. Like, right. like that. those are all symptoms. Those are all causes of pain. Like.
2: Right. Again, yeah. Right. Like I've, I there was one, oh man. There was one time in particular I remember Like I was waiting in this doctor's office, and they were running like they ended up running like three hours behind. And like I was in an immense amount of pain the entire time. And like I do not go to the doctor, right? When you grow up poor, you do not go to the doctor unless it's something you like. Unless it's something you really can't avoid. Like you don't go, right? Unless I'm actively terribly bleeding. Like we did not go to the doctor um besides for like vaccinations and stuff like that right i might be having a stroke maybe i'll go like i don't know know. Uh, (laughs) maybe i'm just gonna go to bed and see what happens right Um,
0: i'll I'll have some ginger tea i'm like
2: i have heart palpitations a lot but i'm like could could be a heart attack i don't know we're gonna see what happens in the morning um but yeah, and so like I went to the doctor for this. Like I had my boyfriend at the time take me and they were running three hours late and I go in there, the doctor sees me for like 10 minutes, like, you know, goes over those dumbass questions about like, well, what are you doing? Like, what's your, what's your life like, blah, blah, blah. And then tells me to lose weight and it'll fix it. He was like, it sounds like this pain is from stress. Like you should try to relax and lose weight and that was
1: it oh Oh, fuck you yeah
2: Yeah. and I was just like what i like I went to like yeah I just I don't I don't remember what happened but like I was just like what the fuck yeah (laughs) what the actual fuck and like I don't think I had health insurance then too and so like oh god oh Oh my god yeah and so like I was paying for that I was like I paid for that for someone to tell me I'm stressed out and fat like (laughs) I knew to begin with right, right. That's right. my state of being <laughs> since like 16. I don't understand. Yeah.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. And there's like no, a racial but- component to this too. Right. Like, right. you know, like black and Brown, mostly women mm-hmm. tend to be fat and it's no, there, there is no mistake there that black women and pain are often ignored in, yeah. in the, med- in a medical setting.
1: <laughs> it's bad
0: it's yeah. all connected I
1: have I have had a chronic back pain since I was 11 um, and in that I entirely blame my breast sisters. yeah I was like you
2: got those bazangas <laughs> I do I
1: have bazangers um, bazangas but, but Abby <laughs> just, just mm-hmm. lose weight it's fine mm-hmm. you're not going to go away because I, when you're I, 11 I, that was the problem yep i i went from people okay so this was this was the thing i got bullied for in middle school um people thought i stuffed my bra because yeah. i went from com, like over a summer so like i quote-unquote graduated fifth grade <laughs> completely flat-chested went into sixth grade with b cups like oh yeah so like i just have big boobs yeah. And that is that is that runs in my family on both sides. Everybody's got tiggle bitties. No. Uh, yeah, I was fucked from the start. Doomed.
2: Yeah. Uh
1: huh. And it uh, like when I tried to lose a bunch of weight, did I lose a little bit of inches off of my bust? Yeah. But did my boobs, for the most part, remain big? Yes. Like, and it didn't matter if I was at my very unhealthy low weight of 100 pounds or my weight now of like 170 175 or whatever the fuck I I don't weigh myself. I'm Good. just ballparking here. Yeah. I'm in the same pain that I was when I was 11 and right. when I was 17 after I unhealthily lost a shit ton of weight. Like I'm always in pain. It doesn't matter what size I am. It doesn't matter what age I am. It's because of my titties.
2: Right. And like that's a thing that people like don't quite realize when they think about like bust measurements, right? Yeah. It's mostly back fat, like yeah. the the change in your bust measurement is going to come from your back, not from the actual size of your breasts right like,
1: that's, right. Not,
2: that's right. not where like, it coming from,
1: baby right <laughs> like, like I want i want I was gonna say, like, oh, I used to have like double d's. I don't think I ever. Di- I mean, when they were still growing, right. like you
2: they went had my- <laughs> <to> <laughs> when they, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> before they, yeah, right
1: before they reached their final form, I probably passed through double D's. Right, maybe right. when I was like seventeen. Um, but it's also part of it was because I never had a bra that actually fit me correctly until like oh, maybe word. last mm-hmm. year, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I'm a size G. That's my cup size, is a G. Um, It sucks. And I know that if I go into the doctor and be like, I am in a lot of pain, uh, my psychiatrist has prescribed me gabapentin for my pain and I am still in pain and it is impacting my daily living, they would tell me, you should lose weight Mm -hmm. because back pain is probably coming from the fact that you are not what I deem you to be as healthy and thin and worthy as a human being. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't have time to listen to you talk about your 10 dear 14 year experience with chronic back pain and chronic knee pain and hip pain and all sorts of stuff like that, because fuck you just lose weight. Um, and it's the same concern I have about going in for just even a consultation to get a breast mm-hmm. reduction. Um, because that's something that like, that's something that my mom posed to me, like about a year ago, a little over a year ago, like when I first started my job, she was just like, what do you think about getting a breast reduction? And I said, that mm-hmm. sounds like hella awesome. Um, yeah. And and now any place where I could get one both financially and also within my place of employment, because I have FMLA now. Um because you have to be at a place of employment for a year Mm -hmm. to be able to take out FMLA. Um, but I could now take out, well, I have FMLA for my mental health, but then I can take out a separate account for the, the like two week recovery period of getting a breast reduction. So I'm in a space in my life in which I could do it. Mm -hmm. I don't want to even go for a consult because I'm still going to probably have to pay shit ton of money for it. Even with good insurance. Right. Uh, and just to hear, try to lose weight. Yeah. I just have big boobs, and I don't want them anymore.
2: Right. (laughs) Please take them off my chest. This is, like, the funniest thing, is that, like, people, like, I'm an F cup, so, like, people who, like, have not experienced larger than double D, even people with, like, double D breasts and stuff like that, like, mm-hmm you do not know how much it fucking sucks to have a yep. big boob Yep. <laughs> right like th- people being like oh you're just creating like big boobs like no no, no. I mean, it hurts i hurts. about sucks. this it yeah. sucks sucks i i will have permanent scars On my body, from bras that just dig into me, my shoulders, underwire scars on my ribs, all around, like the entire (laughs) circumference of my underbust, like has Mm -hmm. scars, and like Mm -hmm. those are never going to go away. The divot between my breasts has scars Mm -hmm. from the wires, like poking into my skin, because like the even just the the availability of larger cup sizes for bras from when i was 16 versus like now is mm. huge. Yeah, That's huge. Like yep. there wasn't a torrid, like there wasn't like a riot. Like i couldn't just go to the mall and get a bra in an f size cup. Like that right. was not a thing that i could do. Um, and also, bras are fucking expensive. So like, yeah. You know, and the bigger, your <laughs> um,
0: the bigger your size, the more expensive mm-hmm, they are. Because yeah, you have to find, like, even now, you still have to find these, like, specialty like companies right. that will make yep. your bra size. Right.
2: And even <laughs> now, there is a big problem with, like, they make cups big enough, but not mm-hmm. bands. Mm-hmm. And yep. so it's okay if you have big tits, but you can't be fat. You can't mm-hmm. have a large underbust or like yeah. anything like that. And so I'm like, and that's even at the specialty stores, right? Yep. That's mm-hmm. like bravissimo, which is prides itself on being large cup sizes, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Well, you only go up to a 42 band. Right. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> no, that's going to fucking kill me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you, are you for real right now? <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> i (laughs) exclusively wore sports bras for years right like because of that and that's what i'm
2: doing basically yeah like because that's the
0: only thing that fits (laughs) like for a long time
2: yeah life hack i brought i bought a lot of um like bikini tops like no underwire bikini tops Mm -hmm. at the end of summer season this past year um (laughs) because like it's basically a sports bra and like they or like it's a cute little like you know triangle bikini or whatever, um, and yeah, they're on sale for like eleven dollars. And so I was like, add to cart, add to cart, <laughs> because you know they'll come in three x, four x, and like right. they're adjustable, right? To where it's not such a such a strict sizing on things, right? Like you can make it work, um, right especially right now in COVID, I'm like, I just sometimes need to go to the post office. <laughs> or like, sometimes I have to have my video call my video on for like a zoom meeting. And so like, okay, I'll put a bra on, but like, doesn't right. have to be an underwire. <laughs> right. um, yeah. Um, I think one, one last thing about medical fat phobia um, is also this idea that fat people can't have disordered eating or eating disorders. Uh-huh. Um, like, I think that's, that's a huge thing. Uh, I have a lot of people not believe me when I say that, like, I've had, I was bulimic, right? Because I, again, my lightest was 175 pounds, size 14, like, I've never been thin. And when you think of, like, eating disorders, when you think of, like, anorexia or, or, like, bulimia, like, you think of people who are, you know, skin and bones, Um, Mm -hmm. because that's what how tell media portrays it right Um, because when you hear that you hear it's like oh well they're so obsessed with being thin and it's like well this affects fat people too even if they never get to the point like where their their bodies look that way right like um, and this dismissal of like fat people can't be going through this Um, and it's like no no, I I can bet you that like every fat person has had disordered eating in their, yep. their in their lives. Has it had has had it play a big part in their lives. Like I don't I personally do not know a single fat person and I know a lot of fat people. Some people don't know a lot of fat people which you better examine that. Mm-hmm. Um, we've all been through it. We've all yeah. done that. Right. And but like no one
0: No one would believe us, right? And the fact too that like doctors wouldn't Mm -hmm. take that into consideration Mm -hmm. when saying you need to lose weight.
1: (laughs) Well, like that, that like fucking like we were talking about that towards the beginning. Like people were nice when you lost weight. Mm -hmm. People were celebrating my disordered eating, and it's not like it was hidden. It was very right. obvious, like, looking back on it, how fucked up my eating was. Like, I tried to eat 800 to 900 calories a day, and that's it. That's it. Right. And everybody celebrated me for it. Right. That's bad. It's, yeah. it's very bad. It's bad. I hate it.
2: It's real bad. It. It's real bad. It. Right. And so, yeah, that idea then that, like, people aren't suffering with this because they are not, like, this mm-hmm. – this media idea of like what what it looks like what disordered eating looks like or again looking over disordered eating because hey you're losing weight and Mm -hmm. it's like hey that's a real shit move (laughs) yeah they'd rather
1: us have eating disorders and and disordered eating than be fat
2: yep and that's really disgusting (laughs)
1: Yep. Because that fucked up my relationship with food for the rest of my life. And probably probably gave me a lot of unintended health consequences. Like you were talking about earlier, Meg.
2: Yep. 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 So so great. Um, Love it.
0: Somebody is making money off of all of Mm this. Like we talked about earlier, the whole wellness, industrial complex, (laughs) wellness. Yeah, it's right. it's a marketing term. Right. That's what it is. Exactly. It's a way to sell sell things and use thin white women on Instagram to sell them to you to make it they're relatable. So this is mm. what I eat in the morning for breakfast type of situation. It's it's all a way, it's all capitalism and it's all yep. a way to make money off of you know, the system telling you you need to hate yourself and therefore you need to buy this tea. Yeah. Yep. And it's- heaven forbid you're poor. Right. There's no there's no hope for you.
2: <laughs> like right. poor and fat. Well, <laughs> might as well just die. Yeah. Right? right. That's that's what it is. And again, it's this idea um, that we've talked about and like what Jess has mentioned when she talked about like life insurance, right? <laughs> is that
1: mm-hmm.
2: your worth as a human, as as a soul who exists on this earth. Is inherently tied to your body um, and how your body looks, uh, how much it weighs, what's your BMI, like even your body shape, right? Because, like again, yeah. like th- we have this idea that it's like, especially for for like for men, right, that it's this kind of like upside down Dorito where you have yeah. like big shoulders and like a like a tapers down to a yeah. narrow waist. Um, mm-hmm. Versus like women who are supposed to be like hourglass figures, right? It's the 36 24 36 um, uh. ideal, and it's like that's that's not how many people's bodies are, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, people's natural waste doesn't all hit the same in the same places, mm-hmm. um, where people have their fat on their body doesn't hit the same in all of the places right like Mm -hmm. some people can have like really thick like hips but have a very small waist like naturally (laughs) and like that things like um you know fat phobia doesn't take that into account right like bmi doesn't take that into account um airplane seats doesn't (laughs) take that into account um right like the the world that we live in doesn't take into account just the natural diversity in people's bodies right we have this one idea of uh, like a thin white like just jam it all in there like a thin white body that is this one particular shape and like that's right. it
1: right
2: um and like how close you are is how good you are, and like how much value you have, right? Like, if you're, if you don't have pre existing conditions, then like, yes, we are happy to insure you. Um, mm-hmm. Right. Or like, if you are a non smoker, right? Then like, yes, you are worth more if you accidentally die. <laughs> um, right. And it's just like, again, these like value, these arbitrary value judgments that is all based on, how much money people can make from you Um, or like how, how much you're a participant in oppression, right? How much are you an ideal of the system? And most people are not. Mm -hmm. And like, that's what we forget, right? We are so like society is so determined to be accepted um, and like be part of the group. Um, and like be validated that like we will go along with what society what the overlords tell us to do, mm-hmm. and like that leads to this othering and these this hate that we have for like anything that's outside of that mm-hmm. um and a and again, like it is it's a it's a scale right it's a scale like you hear the term good fat a lot or like i've heard the term good fat a lot Mm -hmm. um and like a good fat is a person who is trying to be thin right they are doing all of the things that people tell them to do and are making their way toward thinness and that they also are fat phobic right that they also Mm -hmm. shun fatness and hate fatness, right? Like that's a good fat. That's a good fat person. And mm-hmm. like that's a vile idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that like and like I've been there. Like I was that fat person, right? To where I I was doing everything and I was losing weight. And um yeah I'm I'm that person at the restaurant ordering a salad with dressing on the side. Um mm-hmm. and that is that's a, that's bad. Don't, we, we pit each other. We pit, we are pit against each other. And like, we don't need to further, you know, say that there's the only good fat person is a fat person who's trying not to be fat. And like, that's what it yeah. was down to. It's terrible. And, and that's <laughs> real bad, but it's like the reality of it. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And that's why you see like, mm, again, white women, white women, um, who come up to me at the gym and are like oh my god like I'm so proud of like you know I've been like I've seen you at the gym for like the past two months and like Ew. you've made so much progress it's like amazing um, Right that that praise you get peeped on when like um, you are you are being evaluated by people who are the ideal mm-hmm. um, and I'm just like yeah oh there was there was one time it was while I was engaged. So I had my engagement ring on in the gym and some ladies came up to me um, and they're like, ooh, are you getting like, you know, wedding body like ready? And I was just like, oh. mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I was just like, I want to cosplay as a buff as buff. Horse lady. Like, <laughs>
1: right.
2: At the time, I wanted to do like a Tenno Ka cosplay. And so I was like, I'm going to be a Nightwisher nice <laughs> uh, or like a Witch of Dathomir. And I'm just like, uh, I just want to be buff. I just want to be buff. Right. Yeah. And so it's like, stop it. Stop it. Don't comment on what other people's bodies are doing. Never. Wedding what? body is even a thing. Right. The fact that, like, <laughs> that is a, like, oh, that's such a mm-hmm. thing. Right. Because yeah. when you pick out, your wedding dress, right? It's like, well, you have to consider how much weight are you going to lose before your wedding? And it's like, what? <laughs> why? Why do we have to do that? Yeah. Right. I was yeah. like, but this is a corset back. So like, why is it fucking matter? <laughs> 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 Just lace it up. Like, oh, all right, all okay. right, all right.
1: Like, listen, bitch, you're not going to catch me dead wearing a bra on my wedding day. Yeah. Lace it up.
2: I'm <laughs> not wearing a fucking bra. And like, if more of my back shows, great. I have a back yeah. tattoo. Cool. <laughs> yeah. this human human worth, and again, like with worth, and an ideal comes privilege. Oh, our favorite word, privilege. <laughs> um, and so, ah, oh man, thin privilege. Thin privilege is real. Like white privilege is real. <laughs> um, yes. Sometimes. Oh, good, good ad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sometimes thin people are made to feel bad about their bodies. Or sometimes thin people are told to eat a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Um, And like, yeah, that's rude. I don't want to, like, you shouldn't be telling anybody to do anything. You shouldn't be judging other people's bodies, period. Um, unless, like, it's a Mr. Universe contest and that's your literal job yeah um, <laughs> but like, right. Right, like you shouldn't be doing those things to anybody but like the thing about being thin is that you are still the ideal mm-hmm. and society is still made for you like again with white privilege you are still the ideal and society is still made for you and values you as a white person and values you as a thin person Mm -hmm. What's come up a lot, especially on the Tumblr, Mm -hmm. (laughs) with, again, like, younger activists, younger people who, um, you know, really want to, uh, like, be knowledgeable and, like, be, for lack of a better word, woke, Um, uh, the idea of pretty privilege, Mm -hmm. which is basically still thin privilege. Um, Because, like, again, what our society deems as beautiful, right, is Mm -hmm. in line with thinness. Um, And so, again, yeah, if you are attractive, like, if you are, if you have XYZ qualities, like, yes, people are going to be nicer to you right? Like if you have very white straight teeth, right? Like people are going to assume particular things about you, your status, um, your mm-hmm. probably education level, a whole bunch of bullshit stuff, right? That yeah. doesn't necessarily have anything to do with like who you actually are just based upon your looks. And like, that's what, again, like pretty privilege, thin privilege is, right? People mm-hmm. automatically think you are better because you are in line with what society values and has deemed as the ideal. I don't like the term pretty privilege because yeah. it is pretty, is really subjective, um, mm-hmm. versus like thinness is not um, right. And like, most, most like a little bit older, like, fact activists do not like this term because it is. Like, we acknowledge that, like, yeah, if you're hot, people are going to do shit for you. People treat you better, <laughs> like, right? Right. But, like, a, the major factor in hotness is, are you thin? Right. Yeah. Right? Um, because, like, if you look at at fat, you know, YouTubers, um, fat celebrities, right, who have the same facial features, have the same skin color have the same like style. Um, the, the one difference in how the world treats them versus is is the fatness is that they're fat. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's not, it's not about being pretty. It is still about being fat. And like, that's, that's because like we have as a society determined that being thin is beautiful. Being thin is pretty. And being fat is ugly. And like those Are really hard to separate from from each other. Thanks, fashion industry. (laughs) Fuck the fashion industry. Fuck the fashion.
1: Fuck the fashion industry. Okay, for a million and one reasons. But I just really want—if anybody in the, specifically the jeans making industry, (laughs) if you're listening right now, please. Just because I wear like a twelve or a fourteen in jeans doesn't mean I'm tall.
2: Oh, my God. I am that so is, short. That is, like, the worst thing about being fat. Like, uh, if you if you are fat, but you are, like, not above 5'8", nothing will be the right length. No!
1: I just want a pair of pants that fits me well.
2: i right. like, like, I buy mini dresses because that will hit my knees. Like, that's the appropriate uh, length that I want <laughs> it to be. Right? Because I'm like, I have a short torso <laughs> and like I am not tall I'm five four and I actually think like I'm pretty equal um mm. in, like my proportions but like I don't and like I don't have hips I'm Filipino I don't have fucking hips <laughs> um and so I'm just like I the the things that are made for fat people in fashion are still things that do not fit my body and I am unequivocally fat <laughs> But again they assume that fat people are still hourglass shaped right right like that's still the ideal that you will have big bust big hips small waist Mm -hmm. um and like that's just not how most people are especially like when you have more weight on your body like weight shows up in many different places right. in many different ways somebody
1: please make me a pair of jeans that fit perfectly <laughs> <laughs> because i am five feet tall never <laughs> i wear it 514 leave me alone <laughs> like i know i have to cuff my jeans so everybody knows i'm bi in the first place right. but i would really like to not have to cuff them like three
2: or four I times like, most, <laughs> like really thick ass cuff <laughs> right I look dumb. <laughs> Actually, we probably should have talked about this earlier as we're talking about body positivity. But um, you don't have to like your body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that, that's also a thing that I think everybody needs to hear. You don't have to love your yeah. body. You don't have to love it every day. You don't have to want to show it to the world. Um, right? You can be very neutral about your body. It's mm-hmm. your body. Right? You don't have to love it. Just, yeah, like, just don't don't hate it. Okay. I think that's a very toxic thing that, like, body positivity has done for people, is that it's made you believe that the, the only right way to think about your body is to, like, be really positive about it, to love your body, to show it off. Um, and, like, that's not right. true for everybody. Um, especially when you get into people who, like, probably aren't, like, cis-bodied and and cisgendered and stuff like that, right? Of, like, they have very... They probably have very complicated feelings about their body um, for different reasons than, like, a fat person or a thin Mm -hmm. person would have feelings about their body. Um, You can just be okay that you have a body. You just... Mm -hmm. Bodies are bodies. Again, um, they are neither good nor bad. (laughs)
1: yeah <laughs> something I've tried to shift away from like in terms of like yeah as a therapist is like just even the idea of mm-hmm. self-esteem. Um, I think self-esteem is kind of a load of bullshit. I say as I'm like, I just want some self-esteem, but like the whole idea of self-esteem is based at least the way that I have been taught it growing up is like based on like you have to like every single thing about yourself. you have to love right. every single thing about yourself That's and guess what I don't for anybody. Right, right. Like, I don't like a lot of parts of my body. I still don't like a lot of parts of my personality. Mm-hmm. And that's just the way it is. And so, like, something I've tried to shift towards is self worth mm-hmm. instead. So, like, you can have all of these things that you don't like about yourself, but you are still worthy of taking yep. up space. And
2: um, a great read that I absolutely do recommend everybody read um, is The Body Is Not an Apology by Sonia Renee Taylor. Um she goes into that. We are big advocates yeah. of that book. <laughs> um she goes into that 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 idea of self-esteem versus self-worth. Um yep. <laughs> because mm-hmm. it's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. We have been taught things that like we have to unlearn. Thanks, Yoda. Um, <laughs> 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 um yeah, I that book is is really great. This is again a, a, a woman who is black, fat, queer. Um, like, these are the people like you should be listening to, and not like white body positivity folks. Um, mm-hmm. Because, like, there's a whole issue with that. Because, again, it is about radical acceptance. Um, and it's yeah. that idea that, like, you just acknowledge that this is how things are. It's not good necessarily. And like, Mm -hmm. maybe you do want it to be different, but like acknowledging that, like, that's, that is how it is. Like that is, that is the state of where you are right now. And Mm -hmm. it's that, it's that idea of just like accepting, right? Um, Because accepting Mm -hmm. doesn't have to be like end all be all, right? Just because you've accepted something doesn't mean you're not going to try to change things or learn or grow um it just means mm-hmm. that you understand where you are and you're not going to shame yourself you're not going to beat yourself up or hate yourself for those things um because right. like you you shouldn't that that shouldn't right. be your motivation spite against other people mm-hmm. yeah but let that motivate you yeah. like forever but like not not spite against yourself <laughs>
1: <laughs> we love some dbt concepts that are really hard to wrap your head around. Cause like radical acceptance is always the one, like if I'm teaching dbt in, in group or something like that, like that is, that is always the thing that trips people up and they're like, no, that sounds like a load of bullshit. Like, why would I accept that this sucks? And I'm like, because sometimes you just like, have to one, you might not be in the, like, especially we talk about like this during, like, if you are pissed off at school or something like that, acknowledge like I'm pissed and this sucks, but I don't have time to process this, to work through this right now. So I'm going to put it in my little shoebox in my brain and put it on the shelf. And I will unpack that later. Like that's part of radical acceptance. And also I thought it was a lot of shit too. And it's hard. It's active work every single day, every single hour, every single minute but like the more i try to accept that there are fa- like there are things about myself about my body that i do not like and i don't think i ever will and that's mm-hmm. okay it initially sounded like when i was first trying to tell myself that it sounded a little self defeating but god has it freed up so right. much time <laughs> in my brain that i'm not just sitting there feeling miserable about it all the time because i finally just been like i don't like that yeah. and that's okay well Also, it places this whole like
0: guilt on you for if you, if you, you know, you think that body positivity or any type of self work or self self esteem or anything like that is the end all, Mm -hmm. yeah, is end all be all. If you don't feel that way, it's like, why can't I get there? I feel guilty because I don't love myself. Like, why can't I just love myself? And then you go down a spiral of, you know, A, B, and C. Like, Whereas if you're just neutral, and it just is, that's
2: right. enough. If you just <laughs> accept that this is your body, like this is your body.
1: Yep. I'm, I'm Catholic. I got enough guilt to, <laughs> rest, less, <laughs> to last me for the rest that's of right. my
2: lifetime. So I'm tired of feeling guilty about yeah. my body. So that's a huge, that's a huge thing. Um, sometimes the more you try to fight against something, the, the worse it gets. And mm. like. The, the more you beat yourself up for it. And, like, man, people are being already so mean to you. Try to be less mean to yourself right. is really the only advice. Right. <laughs> but like, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, this is kind of hopefully maybe a little more helpful. Um, but, like, how fat phobia shows <laughs> up all the time, like, very naturally. And, like, these are things you might not notice. Um, because, like, Yeah. Like, you know, when someone's like bullying you or like, it is very obvious when like, yeah, my mom tells me no one can love me because I'm bad. Like that's very obvious, Mm -hmm. but like, again, like with any isms, right? Like there are a lot of insidious hidden things that like, we don't think of as being like harmful to others. Um, and so, like, a big one, as with every topic, is, like, language. You've probably noticed I say fat when I'm talking about being fat because fat is not a bad word. Fat is a fact. It is a state of being. It is just is. It is neither good nor bad. And people want us to think that being fat is bad. And I fucking refuse because, like, I am fat. Mm. That is who I am. But I know I am not a bad any uh i'm bad at i'm trying to think of something i'm bad at i'm bad at bowling (laughs) like i'm not a bad person (laughs) um and like again like fat is not a bad word and we can't erase the stigma against being fat if we continue to avoid using that word right if we say things like Oh, I'm I'm fluffy, or I'm squishy, or I'm soft, mm. or like I I um what was one that I saw that I just really hated? There was one that I was just like, this is the worst, and I don't remember what it is, but I saw someone use it, and I was <laughs> I think I threw my phone against it, like across the room. I got really mad. Um, but just like all of these like cute ways to say that you are fat, but not actually use the word fat. Um, And it's like, Mm -hmm. this is, this is part of fat phobia, right? Is because you are so scared of associating with the word fat because you, you know that like fat is something that people think is negative and it's never going to not be negative Mm -hmm. unless we use it in the way that it's supposed to be used. And like, I think like the biggest thing about this is like, right, the, the use of the word queer, right, is that like, mm. like there are, there are still like issues about it, but like, overall, like people within the queer community, like, there's a large section that have like reclaimed that word. Um, and it used to be something mm-hmm. very negative, something that was like used as a slur, as an insult um but like now it's how like people identify like i am queer and it is a it is a good it's it's just a fact it's like i am queer period right it's neither good nor bad mm-hmm. it is not a value judgment it's just a fact of what you are and the same goes with like being fat you are fat i am fat it's fine <laughs> again it's those microaggression time baby mm-hmm. um one don't tell people when their clothes are flattering. (laughs) Uh, uh, Flattering uh, is the nice white woman way to say, makes uh, you look less fat. Right? Oh my God.
1: (laughs) It's kind of like when a, like a old white Southern lady says, oh, bless your heart. They're not
2: really blessing your heart. It's not a good thing. (laughs) No. (laughs) And, and it's also, um, you get compliments, right? Like, oh, that's so flattering, or right. you're blank for a fat person, right? Um, right, like you're so athletic for like being fat or whatever, um, mm-hmm. or like you're not fat, you're beautiful, and it's like, bitch, I'm yeah, both. God, um, <laughs> and it's it's those kinds of things, and also again, like casually. Using like oh that the John Mulaney skit right of being like oh let's be bad let's be bad and mm-hmm. get fries um, right it's, yeah. it's that right it's like no that's that's not it <laughs> um, <laughs> right and like especially when like you're talking to a flat a fat person right of being like oh you know that you dress so well for your body type or like the whole fat people can't wear vertical stripes. Kind of like thing that like was a big thing, at least when I was growing up, was like a thing that was ground into me. I don't know how pervasive it is anymore. Um, I sure wear some vertical stripes. (laughs) Man, some people sure, sure think that they're complimenting, and like it's not. That is a microaggression. You're still insulting us, or you're still othering the fact that I am fat or that people are fat. Um, and like, don't do that (laughs) it's not actually a compliment i think the the biggest way and especially like that has been i think especially highlighted with the pandemic with the current president of the united states um is the way that you talk about your body and the way that you talk about other people's body um when it comes to fatness all of your fat friends or all the fat people around you see you do that. And when you mm-hmm. put a value judgment on being like, you know, Nancy Pelosi being like, right, Trump is morbidly obese, um, or like Trump is a fat mm-hmm. idiot, right? Like, or Trump looks like a manatee, right? One, don't disgrace manatees, they're wonderful. <laughs> um, but like, you're, there are so many things that are wrong with Trump and it has nothing to <laughs> yeah. do about his, about how fat he is, about his, if he's fat or not.
1: Like you have so many things to make fun of
2: him for and you choose fat yeah, again. It's like, that has nothing to do with anything. Right. That is, that right. is a, a zero. It just, it means nothing except that you know that fat is an insult, right? Like that's when you say right. that, you are signaling to the fat people around you that like, you think fat people are bad. Um, Or that like, if you happen to be bad and fat, like those things go together. Um, And like, Jess, you mentioned having to call out your dad. Like I had to do that too. When I was stuck in Seattle um, during like the beginning of quarantine in like March, April, May, um, because he'd watch the news a lot and like, right. And he would say like, you know that fat idiot and i'd be like hey and like one time i'd be like hey hey pa i'm like it was terrible mm. i've never had to call my dad out ever yeah. <laughs> like mm-hmm. yeah right. it's fucking and awkward like, and my horrible. dad <laughs> is like the most supportive white cis straight man i know um to where he's like mm-hmm. all the time he's like men are terrible and like, Right, Or being like, this country's racist, and like right? He like he yeah. gets it on all of those other things. but, like, yeah, yes, I had to call my father out about, like, hey, you have a fat daughter who's always been fat, and your fat daughter is by <laughs> mm-hmm. far and large your favorite daughter. Um, and like, you love her a lot, but, like, Trump being fat has nothing to do with this. And so please don't insult people by calling mm-hmm. them fat, um. Right. And like that was an awakening moment for him. Um, and that was like mm-hmm. a terrifying moment for me. <laughs>
0: um, right. I read that an article and then was like, let's talk about this when we hang out next. <laughs> right. Because I was so scared. I was like, I can't deal with this anymore. Um, but like, you, you reach it's, a point yeah. where it's like, this is not okay. Um, well, and like similar situation like okay you get it in right. so many other areas like how can you not see that this is also wrapped up in
2: that but it, it that just shows like how wrapped right. up this right. is and how it. pervasive it is mm-hmm. and how normal it is that yeah. fat is a value judgment and a moral judgment yeah and right. like you know when when people talk about how much they hate that they've gained weight or how much they hate that they look fat um, or that they feel fat, right? You are signaling to the fat people in your life that, like, what they look like, how they are, is something that you hate. And that is, like, the the worst thing, something you're very scared about and, like, is the worst thing that could happen to you, is, like, looking like me. Right. Um, and, like, I look great um and so like, it's not it's it's like it's very hard um to to be a fat person and try to you know keep my morale up and like try to feel like you know yeah no i do look good right like people are attracted to me and like aren't making that shit up or just being nice to me um but then you know privately. uh you know, you see them talk about how much they hate being fat or feeling fat, especially when mm-hmm. like yeah. they they are not fat. <laughs> when you are still yeah. a straight size. Yeah. Um, when you don't have to go to a specialty store to buy anything. That's very, very tough, right? That you've been able to buckle mm-hmm. all of your seatbelts. Those are those are experiences that, like, even when you feel fat, you don't have because, like you're not fat. Mm. And like, yes, you are talking about yourself, right? Like, no, 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 like i've I've experienced that a lot, and people are like, "No, no, no, you're beautiful. like your your body is amazing, like you you are wonderful and fat, and like, that's great, but like, I just I can't be fat. And it's like, why not, right? And hmm. it's it's that introspection that, like, people need, especially, like, straight-sized people, like, need to do, um, right? Because, like, again, why is that the worst thing that you can think of versus, like,
1: mm-hmm. oh,
2: man, it sucks that, like, I have to buy, you know, I have to buy a new pair of pants because... Because I gained some weight, but I fucking hate pants shopping. Or just being like, pants shopping sucks. I feel mm-hmm. it. Um, versus just being like, I gained weight and I feel terrible. Right? Um, there's mm-hmm. there's a difference in the way that you can say it. Um, and again, like, of saying that you are unhappy with your body, there is a there is you have to examine like, is it just because of a number? Um, whether that's a, a pant size or a weight or a measurement. Um, and, like, what does that signal to the people around you who are bigger than that? Mm-hmm. If someone who is, you know, a size 10 calls themselves fat, okay, well, I'm a size, like, sometimes size 22, size 20, 24. Like, if you think you're fat, what am I? And, mm-hmm. like, you can't... It makes it really hard to trust people <laughs> um, when when they hate fatness on anybody who isn't already fat, um, right? Is it just kind of like, oh, there's no hope for you, <laughs> um, right. right? Like, it's okay that you're fat because you're already fat, but nobody else should ever get fat if they're not already fat. Um, no, right. And, like, that is, right. that is what goes through, like, my mind, that is what goes through, you know, this is what fat people think about when, when they see especially straight-sized people, talk about things like this. Um, and so it's, it's, you know, if you talk about yourself publicly, you have to realize that, like, that isn't, that isn't just about yourself anymore. It does have an impact on others, mm-hmm. whether or not you're talking about someone else. Things that's so easy
0: That so many people do. And just like you said, Meg, like, oh, no, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about me. I'm just like examining myself. It's like. But that shows that shows your (laughs) worldview. And that concludes part two of this three part series. You can find Meg on Twitter at teaspoon of nutmeg. That's TSP of nutmeg. And she's also a host on Rogue Padron and Jelly Tarts in Bed. You should go listen to those. You can find me and Abby on our respective social medias at Abby M Cecilia and me at Space Jess with four S's in the Jess. You can find this podcast. I'm gonna remember the Twitter name this time at LBT Pod. Yay! Uh you can send us an email at lousy beautiful at gmail.com. Uh we have a Patreon, patreon.com/slash lousy beautiful town pod. Uh thank you all so much for listening. See you next time. Bye. <laughs>